Aloha. Shout out Pearl Harbor, by the way. TheBallerLifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 508. We appreciate your patronage. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can always send us an email. Mailbag at TheBallerLifestyle.com is the email address. You can also call us. Leave us voicemail. 949-464-TBLS-8257. We would appreciate it if you if you're if you're enjoying what you're hearing. There's just here's a few things you can do to help the show. If you're enjoying what you're listening, but you don't you don't enjoy it enough that it's worth five dollars to hear every month to get eleven, twelve hours of content. It's not worth it to you. That's okay. Just go on iTunes right now or Apple Podcasts or whatever and post a five-star review. Counteract those one-star reviews that I got when I got divorced, okay? It's the least you could do. Help me out. If you are, you so love the content and you want to really support the show, you can do so by leaving us a, or, uh, by subscribing to our bonus content. Click the link in the show notes, sign up. It's five bucks a month. It's still 50 bucks a year because I never changed it. Whatever. You should get a deal. Some people say it should be 25 bucks a month. Uh, many people say that, but it's only five. So sign up there if you would like, and you get all the extra stuff. In addition to being someone that supports the show out of the goodness of your heart, where you're like, hey, this is good content. And I, and that's worth $5 to me. That it's worth letting these people know. These middling podcasters know that they matter, that they're that their hilarious potty humor is very funny to me. And I'll I'm gonna reward that with five dollars. Plus, you get extra. You get to hear more of us. So the win-win. I'm joined now as always by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Um I was just looking at the uh Twitter account Chuds of TikTok. Oh. Pretty good, and I was just watching a man scream at a Taco Bell employee because <laughs> he took he took his bag, the whole bag, and just put it in the microwave, and and some things were covered in foil, so he wanted them to reimburse him for his new microwave that he needs. Oh, oh what an idiot! It. Yeah, he's a fucking moron. I thought but he it's was just, it's just morons like yelling. It's usually it's usually like you know MAGA people yelling at people. Yeah. Yeah, I w- I've had that happen where I've worked at food places. I used to work at like a Japanese takeout place. Yeah. And Before I remember- or after the soup plantation? After. Okay. After soup plantation. The uh, Who was I just? Oh, I was just talking to someone. My, my girlfriend, Shay, her baby daddy, he was telling me his brother also worked at soup plantation. And I'm Surely like, that's not a thing anymore, right? Well, that there's a place called Soup Plantation. COVID got it. It was. It was. So it was still going strong until 2020. Ed, there was one, and look, I never worked at the. I, I never worked at this one, but my my good buddy G Fish, who how do we know him? Ed, 
He's he's mean to you. He's yes, he's mean. Talks about you. He's talk. He critiques your your dick and stuff. That's right. He, my good buddy G Fish, worked at a supplantation location. That if I stood up from my seated position right now and just started walking, I could be there in eight minutes. That's how close I am to a former supplant plantation location that's now been they just, they just kept that name did they make you sing hymnals while you uh, <laughs> is, uh like, you know what i you know what i never i'll be honest i'll be honest i never really considered the irony of the name until you brought it up because it's you know it's it's uh it's a salad it's a soup and salad place ed soup mm. plant with a dash of oppression and slavery. It's like, yeah, I guess I, I guess I, I guess I never really thought about that. I'll tell you what though. They did a good chili. We had a good chili. Love a good chili. Oh fuck, yeah. We had cornbread, a fresh this other dude. It was all people from my high school pretty much that worked there. So this other dude that was a grade ahead of me, he worked the bakery and I worked the uh I worked the soup mostly. Sometimes I was also a busboy. Occasionally I would run the salad bar as well. Never it, strangely and, you know, maybe the fact that I was uh, usually stoned and occasionally on LSD, maybe this was part of the reason <laughs> that they wouldn't, um, they strangely never allowed me around the money. But what what they would let me do or what they would not notice me do is go into that, that walk-in, that beautiful walk-in fridge. Yeah. Where all the cases of Heineken and. So they serve beer here. Oh, yeah, there's beer. Uh, beer and wine. Yeah. Uh, there's all the cases of Heineken. And, you know, I sadly. You know, this is probably my most oft stolen item is I would go back there and there was like a little, um, there was like a little utility room connected to the, uh, to, to the walk-in. This is insane. And anybody, Hey, shout out to anybody that worked with me at the, at the Costa Mesa soup plantation. I would on Adams Avenue, I would go in there during my shift and I would grab a case of the, uh, uh of Miller genuine draft. And I would open that utility room because uh, on uh, in the utility room was a door to the outside. So I would open, I would open, there were two doors. Oh, wow. I would open one door. I would place the case of Miller Genuine Draft in the utility room. And then I would open the, uh, I would open the outer door and just leave it cracked. Then I would close the inner door. And then I would work the rest of my shift. I'd do it towards the end. So it would be still be cold. I would work the rest of my shift. And then I didn't drive at the time. Cause I was 14. I was, I was 14 and 15 while I worked there. I didn't drive at a time. And then I would either have somebody I work with or somebody I know swing by later that evening and open that door and grab that case of beer. We'd have a beautiful case of cold Miller genuine draft to drink later that night. So the answer is yes, Superintendent was still open as far as 2020 when the when the COVID shut it down. I, you know, a place a a, a a sneeze guard based eating establishment just wasn't going to survive when every when uh, the whole world is about droplets and the, and wipe down your pizza boxes. Okay, it's just that's the death knell for Superintendent. Which hey, they did a fantastic Chinese chicken salad. I mean, it was really delicious. Some are saying, yeah, that it was long overdue for them to be shut down. With that name, <laughs> you know, it was, you know, it was interesting. 
on the East Coast, they had a different name. They were called Sweet Sweet Tomatoes, I think. Never heard of Sweet Tomatoes. Yeah, I think it was a merge. You know, this is like a Hellman's Best Food situation. I think it was a merge. Arby's. Yes, Arby's. Uh, no, uh, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr., right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. A um, couple things. The 75, wait, before that. I was I was talking earlier about our, the our, the great fans of the show that support us and they give us five dollars every month and everything. But that's I it, whoever this person is, just know I wasn't talking about you. And that's and that's the scumbag, the cretin, who used my email mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. To subscribe me to this Shen Yun jewelry collection mailing <laughs> list. I, I, I've started getting a, an uptick in Shen Yun yeah. stuff. It's back. Now, do we know, does, do we know, does Shen Yun travel the country like the Ringling Brothers? Is it just the one Shen Yun? I think there's multiple Shen Yuns going on in different cities at the same time. This is, uh, what do you call it? Um, what are the, the acrobats? Uh, uh, oh, the, the, oh, the, um, the, the Walendas, the flying Walendas. Oh no, oh, <laughs> no. no, no, uh, Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil just exists in different places. It's not traveling. I think Shenyang is that. Right, right. This is you just, set up there's shop. tons, there's tons of Chinese people everywhere and they're, they're, they're employing lots of them in Shenyang. Well, certainly you, in the advertising department. Yes. Well, if you want, if you're in the market for and i don't know when your beautiful wife michelle's birthday is but if you're in the market for any golden tang peony earrings 75 bucks mm, just they're, 75 they're gorgeous enjoy the excellence of china's golden age with the all-new golden tang peony jewelry collection hand-picked carnelian and agate gemstones serenely glow atop the rich luster of a golden brass canvas very beautiful, Ed. Just let me know. I, pass the link. You know, it doesn't feel on brand for Shen Yun. I, I, I fear they're watering down their brand. It is. It's kind of bullshit. It is kind of bullshit. <laughs> and also, stolen valor. You, when people see people see in, in the the Starbucks or the uh, you know at the uh, on the subway, and they go, "Hey, uh, those are beautiful. Are, the, are those from the? Are those the Golden Tang peony hoop earrings from from Shen Yun?" <laughs> And you go, oh, yes. Well, as a matter of fact, they are. As a matter of fact, they are. They go, oh, God. This, the third act when they're, uh, when they're all dancing in unison and they're doing, they're kicking their legs. Ah, just so beautiful. And you're like, oh, oh, well, oof, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that part so much. Shh, don't give it away. I haven't <laughs> seen this year. And, and the person's like, whoa, whoa, I'm, are you, are you telling me? You've never attempted Shenyun? And yet you're wearing the earrings? You're wearing the <laughs> Shenyun merchandise? Stolen Shenyun Valor. Unbelievable. But yes. there must be people going to it because the the, the level of these mailers, this these very glossy mailers, giant mailers, this costs money. Oh, billboards, Ed. We got billboards. We got billboards. Entire subway cars in New York City, Shenyun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, my. Oh, Ed. What? Grand Tang Palace 3D puzzle. They have kids' items here. You got to start them young. 
It's Monk- like drugs. Yes, Monkey King, a coloring book, volume one. You give that kid a taste of Shen Yun when he's five. Yeah, he'll keep coming back. You get a Shen Yun guy for life. Well, this is marketing 101. You start using Crest at an early age, you're sticking right. with Crest. You're not, you're just not. I don't fuck around with Colgate. I'm a Crest guy. I bought, I bought Aquafresh once because it was cheap and it was, and it was the biggest mistake of my life. My, my, my children cried. They're like, you're not making us use this toothpaste. And I, and, I, and I was like, just use it. And then I brush my teeth with it. And I'm like, that stuff's disgusting. I'm going to go get you some Crest. Sorry, kids. Um, big, big deal last week, Ed, the 75 hard song. Lot, a lot classic. of classic instant classic. Lot, lot of people bit mean, a bit mean, a little bit mean, a little on the mean side. A lot. There's been, there's been a great, Oh, hold on. I don't, I started too early. There's been a great, uh, dust up in the discord, the, the baller lifestyle podcast discord that the great drew and Phoenix set up for us. There is a link in the show notes. You should, if you're interested in all at all in this show or the after show or the 75 hard or the silver point sports or anything we do, please join the discord. There's, there's been great discourse in the discord about the song and, and Brad in Florida has had to show up and defend himself in because he's been, he's been accused of being mean and hurtful in the song. And look, I don't really hear it. I think it's a hilarious song. And, and so I'm just going to play it again so we can, in case people didn't hear it, if they're not team current, if they're not, if they're, uh, if they're like my buddy, Matt and they're proportional eaters and they have to listen to the show in, in a row. Uh, well then I guess they'll, they'll listen to last week. That's not a good example. I forget. I said that here. Let's, here's a song. It's the 75 hour challenge. Looking in the mirror, got that fat face. Pull up his shirt and realizes he got that fat waist. It ain't his fault he got caught up up in that rat race. Sitting around and now he's gotta get up out of that place. So he proposes a challenge to all that's listening. It's time to get up and just get a little fitness in. So he don't have to be that chubby dad with a heart attack. Midlife crisis, tub of shit, out of shape and all of that. Five hard days. It's 75 hard. It's 75 hard days. It's 75 hard. And if I'm 75 he's totally I'm gonna side with the people saying this song's a bit mean what Five hard days. Yeah, it's seventy-five hard. It's seventy-five hard. It's seventy-five hard days. 
shout out to my buddy Brad in Florida, who is just absolutely he's a talent. He's a genius. If you if you have a podcast or YouTube channel or you make commercials or anything, feel free reach out to me, and I will put you in touch with Brad in Florida. As he is really, truly a gifted musician, composer, all of the above. Very, very talented guy. Ed, let's speaking of Brad in Florida, bring it right back. Let's talk about people who died. Just tell us it was dead now. Just tell us it was dead now. It's a sad segment. Very sad. And it will not be an update on who's alive. Nope. Let's get a tragic update. Tragic update. Cause Ed Daly has been keeping up on who just died. Yep. Cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died. Who died? Who died? Who died? Tell me who Ed died. who died. Well, we got a, a late breaker. I'm oh. seeing on the ESPN uh, tracker. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to uh, let me guess. Somebody I've never heard of. So. Oh. <laughs> so it's like some off. It's like Jim Burt, like some offensive no. lineman. Oh. 79 years old. Italy legend. Uh, the all-time leading goal scorer for Italy's men's national team. Now, if you had to pick a first name for an Italian legend, what name would you pick? Oh, okay. Name? It's got, it's either, it's, got, it's Enzo. His last name, his last name is Riva. It's, it's either Enzo. Okay, here we go. It's either Enzo. Or oh, who? What the fuck is wrong with me, Giuseppe? Giuseppe no. Riva. Qu- quality guesses. Yeah, think video games. Oh, Luigi. Mario. Luigi Riva. Luigi Riva. Unbelievable, beautiful. <laughs> now he's the all-time leading scorer uh, in for Italian uh, men's soccer. So is his? He's is like, like a dozen goals. He's like three. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Luigi. Luigi. And I'm seeing a late breaker. Uh, he's not dead, but he could be. The older brother from Home Alone, Devin Rattray, hospitalized in critical condition. His domestic violence trial has been postponed. Oh, <laughs> well, he's trying it's to like get out. Buzz. Yeah, Buzz is trying to buzz himself out. R.I.P. Well, he's got to be. Like, he's younger than we are. Yes. Wow. Or in the same ballpark, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, our uh, age. He's in critical condition. Oh, but very, very sad. now we'll go to uh, R.P. Marlena Shaw, California soul singer, 81 years old. That is a great old song. Oh, yeah. California oh, soul. Oh, yes, it is. Using a lot of commercials and stuff. It's a great yeah. song. Everybody knows that song. But, uh, juxtaposed against. Uh, there, well, there's two other songs of California that are unlistenable to me. California Love, the Tupac and Dr. Dre, which it's not, I guess it's not such a bad song, but it's such Great an, ear, it's such an earworm. Da, na, na, na. I, no, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't. Ah, 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 ah. I won't. It's, it's, it's much like, the, but the opposite effect as I'll, I will be singing, um, tell me who died for the next week. If I hear California Love one time, it will infect my brain for a week and I won't be able to get rid of it. The other one is California Dreamin' by the Mamas and the Papas. Horrendous song. Never needs to be heard again. California I, Love, much greater. 
I dislike the Mamas and Papas song. Oh, yeah. But I have heard a pretty good cover by Jose Feliciano, the blind Puerto Rican dude. He does a really cool, soulful version. No, I have heard that. It is very good. Yes. Uh, We lost David Gale, an actor who played Stuart Carson on several episodes of 90210, but also this is why he should have known he wasn't going to make it out of his 50s. He was a soap opera star, 58 years old. These are not good days to be a soap opera star. We did time on Port Charles. We lost a guy from Port Charles last week. We got to start inspecting like the uh, the old veteran stadium. We got to inspect what the set of yes. Port Charles was made out of. We got asbestos couches or something. Same thing that got Dutch Dalton. <laughs> it's, yep. the, it's the it's the Tug the McGraw turf. Yes, very sad. The sopa cost continues. Unbelievable. Uh, Sean Barber, world champion pole vaulter, 29 years old. Do not know how. Saw this. I feel like it was, you know, maybe. In his own hands. Depression. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, this was a big deal. Uh, Dejan Milojevic, Warriors assistant coach, 46 years old, heart attack. They canceled some of the, uh, or postponed some of the Warriors games. Horrible. Very young. 46 year old man, like did not look like a, a candidate for it just dropped dead. Yeah, very sad. And then Lynn Marta, Footloose actress, 78 years old. Now, what was up with that movie? Like, it was very famous. Yeah, it was a town. It was the Midwest. It was Nebraska. No right? dancing. No where, dancing music. Yeah, where the um, the pastor or... Lithgow. John Lithgow. Speaking of... John, John Lithgow, this movie is from 1983, I would say. I thought he was 71 years old at the time. Yeah, he's looked the same. Like, I think he probably looks right for his age now. Yeah, but he looks the same age. He he looks good now, but he looked like this in 1983. He's a very good actor, John Lithgow. Yeah. Uh, He's the the dad. He's Laurie, the Beastmasters. uh, Singer? Singer. Beautiful. Gorgeous. He's Lori Singer's girlfriend. Diane Weist is his wife. Yes. And, and she like kind of doesn't agree with him, but she goes along with his bullshit. Yeah. His, but his best buddy and really a guy taken long, obviously taken before his time. And before he really got his due as uh, just an every bit, his brother's equal of, of a talent. Um, Chris Penn. Is the he's the buddy? Oh, great! He's great. great, and he's he's grown up in the town, so he's he's like, hey, you know, we can't fuck around dancing. And then Kevin Bacon, uh, dare I say, national treasure? Oh, you 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 definitely dare say that. Yeah, I mean, great, just the great and everything. Is there is there a better couple than he and the the beautiful and and, and one and one of those women that. Oh, only gets more beautiful as she she's, matures. She's in the Mary Steenburgen camp. Yes. Julianne Moore along those yeah. lines. Kira yep. Sedgwick, beautiful. This Kevin Bacon, he comes to town and he just wants to dance. He's got to get it out. Yeah, just loves to dance. And he's like, hey, why can't you dance? And then it's like, there's no dance in here. Yeah, we and, do tractor uh, showdowns. Yes. And they had to rebel. And then. Chris Penn is like, he's not sure he even wants to dance. He's scared to dance, but then he starts to dance and he just loves to dance. And then everybody wants to dance and they're just fucking dancing. And then Kenny Loggins plays a song. 
Yeah. Footloose. And, and then they just have a dance. That's the whole movie. I, as, yeah, I don't, I remember, yeah, I've, I mean, I've only seen it a couple times, but yeah, eventually they just all dance, which is beautiful. Just fucking <laughs> get out there and dance. Anyway, R.I.P. Right. Lynn Marta, I assume you're some angry mom or something. Yes, yes, very sad. Okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own joy on DVD. At what? going on in the world of sports this week sport this is before we get to sports i just want to tell you i am in the sweet spot with this cup of earl gray right now oh it's like not your tongue last week yeah like but right now it's like you don't even have to take small sips but it hasn't gotten cold yet this is it this is the golden moment you hit that with a little uh little honey raw honey or maybe no i take my tea uh like i take my men black black You have a little black Earl Grey. As yeah, <laughs> I got some yeah. black Earl Grey getting Earl, right down my throat. Earl, Earl Black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the going on in sports? Ed? Pittsburgh Pirates went viral for signing an outfielder from Panama by the name of Iverson Allen. Now, because it's because it's Panama. This could be an accident, right? Like they don't, or maybe they just they were fans. Like they had the last, they were called the Allens. Yeah, I've I've gone back and forth. Is this is this an intentional thing? Yeah, or just a mistake? Yeah, like or a, a coincidence. Um, but if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates, fucking lean into this thing because you haven't had a good headline since Barry Bonds couldn't throw out Sid Bream. How, you, no, have him out this Allen Iverson. Have him here. Remember this? If, if, if a coach say I miss practice, then y'all Love hear this. it. Then so that's good. that. It's so good. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year, but if if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice out of all the practices this year. That's enough. Yeah, if I can't practice. I can't practice, man. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I mean, simple as that. It ain't about that. I mean, it's, it's not about that at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. But it's he's it's, right. It's, it's he's right. easy to, to to talk about. It's easy to sum it up. Yeah. When you just talk about practice. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. <laughs> this is. I mean, it, listen. We're talking about practice. Yeah. Not a, a game. Yeah. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a, not not the game that I go out there and and die for, and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. So good. I, mean, I believe. I believe also that this was always presented without the proper context because he missed practice once 
because his buddy died and he went to the funeral. Like that's the whole, that's the whole Larry Brown. Larry Brown was like a dickhead. Real piece of shit. Dragged him out in the press when he was the Sixers for years. He he was the Sixers. He was an MVP. He he was also. Fun to watch. Yeah. He was also a little too street for the league. So they they were making everybody. Dress code. Yeah. Wear suits and bullshit. He was he was being attacked from all sides and also on God. Practice is for bitches. Fuck practice. This is this is fucking Allen Iverson. He's the fucking MVP of the league. He's 5'10 and he's crossing dudes over and making fucking layups and scoring 43 points every night. You're going to make well, him go to practice? Don't don't put that word out because I name, need my team showing up at practice every Wednesday <laughs> well, yeah, night. Well, they don't count. They're not a, they don't got you got any Iversons out there? If you got an Iverson, he doesn't have gotta, to go to practice. I got I got a fucking loaded roster this oh, year. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. The only way we don't win is if I fuck up. Well, don't, yeah, don't, don't jinx it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. New, new favorite. Um, we, look, I might go on that. I might go on that. Um, on your, oh, yeah. On your, on your yeah website. Bleep that out. Bleep that out. No, uh, it's for, it's for red circle only red to circle. know what that, that website. I love I I love that that guy that you you sent me a screenshot of a <laughs> of a conversation and I believe that was one of the guys that shamed me during my uh, personal struggles. By the way, wow. and then and then he shamed me publicly or attempted to, and then and then he started showing back up and like tweeting at me later. And now and now I'd forgotten who he was, as I am want to do. And here he is. Here he is hitting you up. For your Chinese jersey website, where I might be getting myself an Iverson Allen Pirates jersey yeah. at some point. That should be his walk-up music. Just we talk in practice. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, NBC is being called out for editing C.J. Stroud thanking Jesus out of his post-game interview. I guess in a tweet they like condensed it. Now, well, I I, I listen. Two minds here. I I am too. Yeah. You. These are these are. Uh, Grown men yes. who are allowed to do whatever they sure. want. That being said, we've heard it. It's the most boring part. Hey, tell us what you were thinking on that fourth down drive. We've and it's like, well, it. first I got to thank God. It it was the same as if you thank your wife or anything like that. Doesn't don't have to do with fuck. the question you were just asked. Don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about the, the Lord. And just look, look. I don't. I don't want to point out the hypocrisy or the flawed logic. In the in that the uh, Jesus Christ Himself was on was rooting for the Texans in the game. I mean, because because that's ridiculous. Also, right. but also I've heard I don't care. Like it's no one cares, and and it's just that's not the question they were asked. Yes, like people are curious about like what, what did you see on that third nade or whatever it is. They didn't say, "Do you support Jesus or something?" Like that's not that's not the question. That's. <laughs> Your relationship with God is a personal one, Absolutely. and Keep it and I way. can guarantee there's not one person that was converted by hearing a guy's post game interview thanking God. No. They're like, "Oh, you know what? I should look up who this Jesus guy is." Yeah, no, no one cares. No one gives a fuck. And and, and that's good said, for him that he that he loves Jesus yeah. and he's a great quarterback. Yes, but it has nothing to do with the question he was asked. Absolutely, and and. CJ Stroud is the truth. I mean, I fucking love that guy. That guy he's, is he's fun to watch doing shit for a long time to come. So good for him. But it, don't don't get all your butt hurt because 
they cropped out the most boring part of what you said. Nobody gives a fuck, dude. Sorry. I was in a bar on Friday and uh, I, I wasn't because I'm sober. I'm doing 75 hard, by the way. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, what you you're about three weeks in, right? Something. Yeah. We started on the second. Today is the 22nd. Yeah. 20 days. Uh, good for you. Um, and I'm doing this thing like this year long. I've had to predict, pick every game. And I was telling the, the guy I was with, he was asking who I picked. And I said, oh, I'm taking the uh, the Ravens minus nine and a half. Oh, yeah. And some other picks that I got wrong. And the guy, but, the guy was like, oh, did you get that from Silver Point Sports? And he showed you my TikTok. And that would be amazing. Much like, uh, much like, much like uh, Canard, when that guy was like, hey, go, hit him up at the water cooler and was like, can you believe that shit on the Ball Lifestyle podcast? Amazing. <laughs> Um, and a guy that was not with the other three guys, I, like he was not part oh, of our group. Fuck. He goes, hang on a second. CJ Stroud's had the most amazing rookie year. I heard you said you're picking the, the, the Ravens. And I said, well, he's a great quarterback. I just think, you know, they, their season ends this weekend. And he was like, yeah, but you can't deny CJ Stroud. I'm like, buddy, are you getting money for that? Like, what is this? What is this to you? I was just like, I'm just picking a game. I was like, he's had a great year. Of course, he's the rookie of the year. Like, what What does this have to do with anything? And it, he wouldn't let it go. Did he he was a, like obsessed with me. Did, did he have a trickle of CJ Stroud's blessed ejaculate? Running from <laughs> I don't know corner? what was going on. It was so weird. I was like, buddy, I'm not trying to insult your favorite player. But like, wh- what are we doing here? Yeah. And also, and, and beyond him b- being wrong. Did you invite him into your conversation? No. You know, I, I we got a guy like this. So we, I go to this pizza place. We'll re- remain nameless around the corner from my house here. Walking distance. and Pizza some, plantation? Very close. You're very close. And, okay, I'll tell you two things that I think of right now. One time I was there and the owner was there and uh, me and my buddy Darvin, the OC, we're, we're talking about, and we're like, oh, we don't see him there too often. And Darvin, the OC, he's like, he's drinking a beer. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I don't think I've ever seen him drinking before. And I'm like, I have. I go, you know what? He seems like overly tan to me. And then like two days later, I was leaving the gym and I drove and there's a tanning salon like two doors down from the gym. And I saw him walking out of the tanning salon. So that's, that's just, that's just an aside to what I was about to say. Sure. Gives you a little color on the situation. Yeah. That's the kind of place it is. So sometimes I meet I meet up with my buddy Darwin the OC, the aforementioned G Fish. Occasionally our buddy Gordy Moosejaw. Occasionally my lady Shay will meet us there, and then uh, once in a while, even though he says he doesn't like beer, he drinks a hell of a lot of it. Our dear friend Travis Rogers, sometime guest of the show, he'll show up there, and sometimes we'll be sitting there and we'll be sit. I like to get this long table that faces all the TVs. And we'll be sitting there at this long table and there'll be a dude at the next long table. And he's one of these guys that he's like, oh yeah, I'm working. So he's got his laptop. Cause it's like after work time, you know? And he's like, yeah, I'm working. You know, he's sitting there working, dude, you're drinking at a bar. Okay. You're not working. Like it's calm down, but he's sitting there working and we'll be having a conversation. And on multiple occasions, this guy will just fucking chime in on our con. Oh yeah. Can you believe that? Otani. Like shit like that. And I'm like, and I just keep looking straight ahead. Like I'm not, 
I'm not entertaining this guy's thoughts on our conversation. And I, and he's wise to it now. Like he's shut the fuck up about it. No, because I look, I, I'm not inviting you to talk to us. Okay. Like you want to talk to me, you get, maybe submit a request or something, but I'm, you know, I'm, we're over here. We're not talking about CJ Stroud right now. You're not, you're not, you're not invited to weigh in here. Just stick to your computer, do your own thing. <laughs> Yeah. it's weird yeah it is it's weird. i tried to be polite to the guy because he seemed a little bit off yeah, yeah why yeah. Oh, otherwise yeah. why would you be why would you yeah. be shouting about cj stroud but at the same time i was like hey can i rejoin my friends because now i'm in a fucking vortex of cj stroud man drinking beer watching football in a bar sounds so fun i gotta be honest like i don't i haven't you know i'm doing the 75 hard thing and i really i've just been in that mode but I've, I'm just having a moment right now where it was, sounds pretty fun to be drinking beer, watching football in a bar. Oh, you know, I'll do that eventually. Again. You'll get there eventually, yeah, but you're, yeah. you're doing great. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, speaking of football, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveled up to uh, Detroit, and a reporter was really probing how they were going to handle the 11-degree weather. And co- Bucks coach Todd Bowles uh, <laughs> politely said, you know, they play indoors. Right? <laughs> what, what Did they have an accent? And were they female? Because uh, yeah. I don't remember the accent. I do remember it was a female. Yeah, yeah. That's, and you know, somebody probably come put on. Her if you're covering that. sports, yeah. my God, I agree. Look, yes, you're right. It was like a long question. Like she had done her research about Detroit weather, and uh, oh, it's by kickoff. It's gonna be 11 degrees, and he's like, he's yeah. like trying to. He's trying to be patient with her. I just wish he had picked a better play on that two point conversion because I lost. Yeah, I had to. I had him plus six and a half. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Get yeah. that two point conversion. Yeah. When I really needed that too. I, I mean, I was, I wanted him to get that two point conversion. And then I was like, look, I'm like, may, maybe score another t- touchdown and go for two again. And then I don't care if you fucking make it or not, because then I'm going to, then you're going to lose and I'm going to cover. So I don't care either way. I was happy for the, the, I certainly wanted the lines to beat the bucks. I just thought six and a half seemed like a bit much. Yeah. That was a tough one because I, Look, like the rest of America, I love Dan Campbell, like America's coach. Uh, you know, he he could he could suit up on special teams right now. He does the pushups with the guys. Yeah, like yeah. He's our guy. We love him. But also, look, Baker Mayfield. How can you not root for that guy? He's been right. fucked over. The guy dances beautifully. He's just, he's just I'm a, a fan winner. of his. But yeah. come on, the stink of Tom Brady is still on that franchise. I cannot, yeah, yeah, fuck Tampa. I cannot support yeah. Tampa yeah. for fuck a while. Tampa, I agree with you there. Fuck Tampa. Uh, this was a little out of uh, left field. Jimmy Butler says he's written 60, 60 country music songs and eyes a debut album. I mean, it didn't see this one coming. I definitely didn't. Look, he doesn't seem like the type. Also, 60's too many. So, he needs a producer. That's even too many for a double album. Yeah. That's too many. Yeah. yeah. It's just, look, if you got, it's, it's like, if you have two quarterbacks, if you got two goalies, you have zero you got known. Yeah. If you got, if you got 60 songs, there ain't fucking two good ones in there. The problem is when you got a guy like playoff, Jimmy Butler, he's yeah. probably not going to have people telling him no, or that's no good. Oh. It's going to be very hard for him to pare it down to what? 12. What's the right number yeah, of songs? 12, yeah. 12 is probably perfect. 11, 11, 12, 13, right in there, depending on the length. Yeah, so that, I don't know. Gonna, uh, do you think he's going to have 
um, Rachel Nichols over and just fucking mm-hmm. rail her a couple times while he's listening to the songs because apparently that's was that ever that was happening in the bubble? Yeah, yeah, the bubble. Hey, look, a lot of things happen in the bubble. What happens in the bubble stays in the bubble. The, the Lakers won that title because dudes were dropping off because they had they could only have sex with their own wives for that whole period of time, and they're like, ah, they got they get locked in. Get me out, get me to the gold club. I'm out you know, of here. Yeah, Mo Williams needed those wings. Lemon, or no, Lou, Lou Williams. <laughs> lemon, lemon pepper Lou. They're named after him. Sweet, the sweet Lou wings. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some email, voicemail. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Pushing the wrong buttons here. Okay, couple of voicemail here. First. Hey, Brian and Ed. So let's talk about this mouse warming. Bullshit. Oh, hold up. So last the last two weeks, right? We've had an update from our buddy Jeff in Denver. Great guy, great yeah. caller. Great guy, now officially a snake guy. Yes, Red Circle subscriber. So he's eligible to DM Ed and be given the that particular website that we discussed earlier for bootleg jerseys and fake Jordans and all that kind of stuff from China. Jeff in Denver, he called a couple weeks ago to say that he got his daughter a snake for Christmas. And did that make him a snake guy? And of course it does because he owns a snake. You're officially a snake guy. He's a snake guy. Then he called last week. And then I was like, oh man, you got to feed that thing live rats. And then he called back to say, oh no, he feeds them dead ones. But he just, you got to warm it up first. And I've seen this because, as you may imagine, Ed, I encounter quite a bit of snake-related content in my algorithm on the on the reels. So I've seen this, and what they do is they'll take a um, recently deceased rodent and they'll take like a long tweezer, like a tongs, but like a thin one. And they'll, and they'll uh, wiggle it. They'll, t- they'll put it in and s- snakes, you know, they're not too bright. Although I, I bet you it can't have been dead long because they can smell life, you know, and they put it in there and they wiggle it around a little bit. And then the snake will pounce and squeeze it out and eat it. And so Disgusting. we, we, uh, guessed, Hey, how do you heat that up? Do you, fu- he says, you got to heat up. You just got to heat up the mouse. And we're like, well, you throw it in the microwave, microwave, you, uh, put it on your pillow. Like what is the, what are they doing to heat the, to heat it up? And I think that, I think he's going to elaborate on what, what he is in fact doing. 
you throw it in a fucking pot of, of hot water and you just let it kind of float there. So that pot kind has of to be and fucking dead and the, that, that's not that's not the interesting part. The interesting part is <sighs> it is kind of would the you, interesting. Would part. you use that for pasta then, or like yeah. is that no, the mouse dedicated? Pot? It's got to be dedicated for that. You can't, eat but you can't make that mistake. Yeah, no, you know you can't leave that in the kitchen. That no. has to be like a pot that stays in the garage or something. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's the mouse pot. <laughs> disgusting you're not throwing your ram in in that pot later that day it's 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 got i don't care how look boiling water is sanitary obviously doesn't matter doesn't matter you need a dedicated pot just for the mouse which is reason enough not to do the snake thing to hold it with fucking tong yeah and like mimic it to be alive in front of the fucking snake yeah so the snake will actually eat it. What are we doing here? What, what are we doing? Come on. Come Who on. wants this life for themselves? No. And Pretending then, uh, to be my, uh, live mice? And then, and then Jeff, say I, say I pop through, uh, say I pop through for a, a barbecue. You, are you turning my Hebrew national on the fucking grill with those tongs? My hot dog appetizer? Are you you flipping that around with that same pair of dogs? How could he ever trust him? You better have. Hey, some- you want you want to come over? We're we're gonna have lasagna and be like, well, what? How did you cook that? Yeah. Those noodles? Yeah. Did I tell you about the guy at the gym that I saw that I saw um, but buttering? That he was making a. No. He was making okay. Buttering at the gym. I'm, walking, I'm in the gym. This is like. I don't know, three weeks ago. And I go, I let you look, I'm, I get a nice pump. And then before I leave, I just walk in the bathroom. I like to wash my hands. Also, I'm drinking gallon and a half of water every day for the 75 hard. And so I got to, I pee a lot. So I go in the bathroom and as I'm walking in the bathroom, I like walk past the area where all the sinks are and out of the corner of my eye, Ed, hand to God. I see a dude, probably about 63 years old, standing there at the sink where you wash your hands. And he's licking. Oh, no. One of those, you know, like one of those spatula things for pie. What's that thing called? It's pointy. It's like a triangle and you Uh, cut the pie. Is it a pie cutter? Is it pie cutter? Yeah, that sounds about right. He's got one of those. And I go, that's fucking, is that what I, and then, and then, you know how you rationalize crazy things. I just kept walking and I went and peed and I'm like, that's not what I saw, but it, but it it gnawed at me. So then I go back and I wash my hands and I'm looking in the mirror and he's at the, he's at the counter, like directly behind me. So I can see him in the mirror. And Ed, this guy's got fucking Tupperware. He's eating in the locker. He's got piece. He's got pieces of bread. And he's, I think it was butter. He's smearing. I, I also, also could have been mayonnaise, Ed. Also could have been mayonnaise. He's smearing on, and he's doing a real good job to, with the pie cutter thing, doing a real good job to hit all the corners of the bread, like all just not missing a spot, just real good coverage there. 
I'm wincing right now as I hear this. And then what? as he does, and then after he does it, he he takes the pie tin thing or the pie cutter and he licks it. Um, uh, he licks the whole thing. And then I think it was butter because then I think I saw him go into some jelly. He was making a goddamn sandwich, Ed. What is going on? And licking the thing in the place, in the in dirtiest place. Yeah. And this is not a, a high-end, this is a 24-hour fitness, you know? This is not, like, I'm kind of skeeved so out to wash like my hands. There's the always, like, smell of sweat and stuff in there. Yes, yes. And you're tasting that. Yeah, there's foot odor about, uh, you know? There's pubes, Okay. And this guy's not only making a sandwich, he's making a real show he's licking, of it. Uh, he's licking the thing while he makes the sandwich. And also, wrong utensil. Like, there's something about yep. the utensil, right? Like, he's not, he doesn't yeah, have doesn't like, a plastic work. knife. He's using a special thing that he can really get his tongue on and lick while he makes a sandwich in the fucking most disgusting place. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to tell you. I think I told um, somebody else, and I was thinking I told it here. Okay. Jeez. That's so, unsettling. But, so Jeff do you, and Denver, do you see this guy more than I, this time, or like, do you no, know this guy? I'd never seen him before, and so it's not the gym I go to at lunch is in a different city that's near my office, and so I know the guys in there. This is like my weekend gym, so I know some of the guys, but this is not a guy I've this, I've seen before. This has got to be like a fetish or something. This is not a this is not a like just a oh I just happen to be hungry so I ate. Yeah, I think he, I think you know. Look, look. In the 1980s, the great, the greatest American president we've ever had, President Reagan. He 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 stopped funding all the mental hospitals in this country, and so now now we have a homelessness epidemic. And I feel like this guy had some kind of mental situation, but he wasn't dirty or anything. He wasn't like he looked. You know, he was kempt. Yeah, yeah made, but it's just such a gross thing to yeah, think but he about. Was, yeah, he was doing something real gross, and I don't think he was all there based on his behavior. That said, Jeff is in this guy's category now, right? I mean, he's I, he's doing it in the in the privacy of his own home, but he's what choosing to to yeah. to mimic mice movements to feed uh, a snake and using utensils, a pot. He's using all kinds of things like he needs to have all those things like in a box, like a, like one of those plastic totes with that seals at the top. Right. And then, and then, and they have to be clearly marked. Yes. Yes. Snake adjacent items. Do not under any circumstance yes. make rice in yes. this pot. Yes. No, not, not for human contact. <laughs> maybe he maybe he allows more. He's got more to say. That's the fucking side. Oh. Um is you know, you have to be a fucking puppeteer for a goddamn dead mouse. Yeah. Um so yeah, that that's how that's how that works. But I I'm yeah, I I got fucking tired of doing that. So we just throw a fucking live mouse in there and it takes like like twenty seconds. So that's better. That's better. You go get some pinkies. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no more, no more fucking dead mouth that I have to fucking eat up. And yeah. But did you throw out all that equipment? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Did, 
Because he's like, now we're not using it for mice. We can use it for rice. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do just a quick pass. Like, for instance, Ed. So let me give you an example from my own home here. At the, at the, um, we have a dishwasher, obviously, but at also we have the little f- scrubber thing to like, to put the soap on to, to, you know, scrub pots and stuff. Yeah. Now, if I, if I make a batch, usually on Sundays, I'll make a big batch of bacon so I can have a couple eggs and bacon throughout the week. And I make the bacon on a big, um, on a big cookie sheet in the oven. Okay. And then when it's done, there's so much grease on the pan that I have a special, I use just like the old scrubber. I keep it under the sink because I don't want to grease up the, the fresh scrubber that we have in the kitchen. I take out a special one to get all that grease off and I only use it for that. And everybody knows, oh, that's what he, that's what that one's for. Is it similar with mouse related gear? Here's what, here's what I wash the mouse pan with when, uh, after frying up a couple pinkies. Yeah. I, I, you know, I want to think the best of Jeff. I just, I Seems have the sneaking, guy. sneaking suspicion that pot went back into the general population. I think so too. I think so too. And tongs. Cause we all, we all got that one pot that we don't use. I got several. Yeah, I, I have a couple. couple main ones that I use, and there's some, you know, that never get used. You could sacrifice a pot to that purpose, but now that we're back to live mice, the pot's got to go. It's got, it, it's what it has to go. What if grandma's over and she's babysitting and, uh, you know, the daughter, she wants a little mac and cheese. And gra- grandma doesn't know that's the mouse pot. Right. She, go, she goes in there. She's like, oh, of course, dear. Love to make you some mac and cheese and craft. Goes in there and starts boiling up, and there's and there's mouse parts in there. There's yeah. hairs. Yeah, Ralph the motorcycle mouse has been in yes. that pot. Yes, guts. Stuart Ugh. Little. Stuart Little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and, my, and and my 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 lady is was definitely very much like like you guys said. You're not you're not using those fucking tongs for anything else. In okay, this kit. good. That's good. Or the pot, or the oh, fucking, or the bowl that you that, that the mouse gets put in, be brought into a room. Yeah, that that's all. That's all quarantine items now at this point. The garage, um, I would say, is a good spot for those. And, and they they hang out in the garage now. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's there. You go. There's the saga. Uh, it is a saga. Well, I mean, I feel like we really came full circle on that one, Ed. Because yep. sorry for doubting you, buddy. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff came back. Although, to us. if he doesn't plan on having frozen mice, Get rid of it. That's that's the question. Has he thrown it out? Get rid of it. Put in the put in the recycle bin. Because because like like you said, yeah, someone might mistake that. Yep, grandma, grandma, or or you get or you get little little Peyton down the street. She's in ninth grade, and she, you know she's babysitting, and you you and the wife want to go hit a movie and hey maybe you're going to do the popcorn trick you know and you're like hey it's you don't get a night out too often and Peyton's over there and she's she wants to make a little chef boy rd yep you know and she's like oh this little pot a million times the right size yeah as have hey, i is there a little white hair in my mouth oh, <laughs> what is that Whoo! that is a lot that is a lot okay
Here's another one. Gentlemen, it's Katie. Katie. Oh, Katie. Katie. Friend, Love her. Your friends are really neat. And I'm feeling a little protective of you. Like after David Bray said that you look old and now Brad from Florida yeah. gave the 75 parts. That's, right. that's basically about you being fat and unattractive. That's right. I just, I don't know who these friends of yours are. Bad people. You are not fat. That's, well, and you don't you. look old. Yeah. You look a solid 44 and you are Midwestern buff. That's right. But in honor of the 75 hard and everyone taking fitness so seriously, I have a daily choice for Ed. Oh. oh. Which one, Ed, when it comes to fitness gurus of days gone by? Tony Little? He did the ab isolator. He had like a pretty serious ponytail mullet oh, that he would take out of the back of his baseball hat. Yep. Or Richard. Body Smith. by Jake. Oh. It's her choice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Well, hold on, Ed. Davey's choice. It's the choice I made. Davey's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Ed, not an easy task here as you are you oh well first of all the game we're talking this is a game we play here ed has said many times if you are famous and he approaches you at a urinal he's checking out your dong so leonardo dicaprio others watch out in this case ed's got a famous person at either adjacent urinal he's got he only has time to peek one dong in this case it's the great Tony Little who, look, if you're of a certain age, of course you know who he is. He has a beautiful ponytail. He did blonde. The, yeah, blonde ponytail with a visor, I think maybe to yeah. hide the hairline. And he he's, did that weird like running uh, yeah. machine thing. I think that's what she's talking about, the Astroglide. Yeah. yeah and he, which was like a. Um, it was unsettling watching. Yeah. That. Yeah. But I know him. I know him originally from the ab isolator, which is basically like a piece of plastic that you did sit ups on. It had handles and you put it under your ass and it was like shaped like an ass. And you just kind of rock and you're like, oh, I'm doing sit ups because it just made it like kind of like you were doing easier sit ups. And, and now on the other side, everybody knows who this guy is. Of course, the great Richard Simmons, uh, confirmed bachelor. Yeah, just hadn't found the right girl. Never, um, fo- never found the right woman. Also, you know what he also never found? Fitness. Yeah, he was. Like, he, <laughs> he never, he never, like Tony Little yeah. juiced up, like definitely looked like a fitness dude. Oh, yeah, he was a bodybuilder. He was jacked. <laughs> he was jacked. Richard Simmons, nobody was impressed by like looking at him like, hey, you can dance to the sweat to the oldies and look like him with his little red shorts striped shorts yeah he 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 would rock the he would rock the dolphin shorts he would wear and i knew a lot of guys that would do this in the early 90s he would wear i knew dudes that would rock wow. two t-shirts because it was more it was slimming the first t-shirt would slim you down and then you throw another t-shirt over it and you're like what no i just like wearing two t-shirts richard simmons does the same thing but with tank tops and he's got his flabby arms hanging out yeah. and his and his boilers yeah, yeah, the guy was the guy is now that now that all being said, he is iconic, Ed. Tony He's Little. He's iconic. Yeah, Tony Little or the great Richard Simons. Who's who's dong you checking out? Uh, I got to I got to check out Simmons. Cuz like Tony Little, yes, Tony Little probably has, you know, uh, he probably looks proportional and everything. 
But who knows what's doing with Richard Simmons? You know, it's like it wouldn't shock me if he had a hammer. I would shock me. It shocked the fuck out of me, Ed. I, because I, it's the opposite. Like he he gives off that like the the like really sad little acorn yeah, uh, vibe. What, yeah, yeah. But he could be packing. I don't think so. I mean, that's why you got to look, I suppose. Because yeah, I'm was- just curious what's what's doing. Yeah. I, I, and also, I, those shorts were so short, he couldn't possibly have something big because it would have hung out. Yeah, he'd be hanging some brain. Like, I never, yeah. I don't remember ever seeing his balls, but you never know. Like, he, you know, is in those short, and then he would rock like the, um, the, the Reebok, like, um, aerobics shoes with the leg warmers. I mean, it was a whole, lo- it, was, it was the, it was the kind of thing that a very masculine, yeah, guy just dude, played the field. He just yeah, played the field. I got a question for you, Ed. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Now, Ed, Richard Simmons, we know, is fucking really rich. He was he was sweating to the oldies. He was selling videos back in the day. It's his he was doing deals with Weight Watchers. I mean, the dude, he was a household name. The dude is yeah. fucking loaded. But my question to you is Tony Little. Average. Tony Little. Oh. How fucking rich is this guy? He had the ab isolator. He had the gazelle thing. Maybe, maybe not as well known. You know, better better known than Susan Powder, who I bet is also very rich. <laughs> Another alarming individual from the yes. early nineties. Yes. Uh, you R- know, probably richer I'd, than Galad Jankowitz, but maybe not body by Jake. I would bet Tony Little. Yeah. I, I think he he could be worth nine million dollars. I mean, Ed, he had multiple infomercials. But I, I don't know how rich, like Richard Simmons is what, $50 million? Like what? Yeah. Okay, well, let's start with Tony Little. If you're you're pretty close, if you were guessing um, roughly 5% of Tony Little's net worth. Because <laughs> what? He's, he's worth $200 million. Well, so Richard Simmons has to be worth so much more than that, right? No. Well, hold on. First, first, I got a couple. Richard Richard Simmons was the brand. He was all like all of that was him. Tony Little, American businessman and fitness personality, has a net worth of two hundred million dollars. Little refers to himself as America's personal trainer and is remembered for his enthusiastic personality and long blonde ponytail. Little is also known for his catchphrases, which include "You can do it" and "It's technique." Always believe in yourself and no refund. It's been opened. Only store credit. I've never heard any of these things. Yeah. Well, you can do it. Over. Yeah. 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 Over the span of his career, I, Ed. I don't know if you know this. I coined the phrase good morning. <laughs> Over the span of his <laughs> career. You can do it. <laughs> Little's infomercials have generated more than four billion dollars oh. in revenue globally at his peak he's five foot six tony could be seen on six thousand hours of television per year wow 
Born September 19th, 1956 in Fremont, Ohio. I wonder if Katie Shady will give us a little lesson on where Fremont is and what the population is. <laughs> yeah, it, this is 5'5", five, five, Ed. So I, I, would, I would, how much of that $200 million do you think he would give to, to be 5'8"? Because you know, he, you <laughs> at know least he half of it. it. Yeah, yeah, at least half. I bet I, I would bet seventy five percent. He would because you know he's got twenty five million in the bank or whatever. Here you go, just take it all well, and just let me let me be a normal height. His daughter plays a paramedic on the show Chicago Fire. Shut the fuck, Tara Little. Tara Little. Now is she a Tara or a Tara? Because we have both. Oh, that's true. Oh, they're twins. Oh, wait, no, they're not. Tara, he's got, he has two children. Tara, who was born in 1987, and Trent. So he gives his son a real masculine name because he's 5'5". Five five. He's like, look, I got to do. He's married to Melissa Hall, who is a fitness model, even though she's not the biological mother to his children. Look. Oh, he's got two more kids, Cody and Chase. Okay. And now let's do, you want to do Richard Simmons? Hold on. Yes. I'm going to, I don't even know what to, I was guessing Richard Simmons is in the 50 range, but if Tony Little is 200, yeah. I'm way off on all of this. I don't know. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, Richard Simmons net worth. Okay. Take a guess. 50. 50. Wait, not now. In le- I don't, 100? Richard Simmons, Ed, semi-retired American fitness personality and actor, has a net worth of $20 million. What? Fitness expert and coach Richard Simmons is most widely recognized for his sweat. Did his wife get everything in the divorce? Yeah, it could be. He's maybe, maybe he's got a lot yeah, of All that fucking sports. around. Milton Teagle Richard Simmons, born July 12th, 1948. In New Orleans, raised in the French Quarter. Um, yeah, he's much. He's about ten percent as wealthy as the great. Tony that's Little, crazy. The ab isolator. I know that's crazy. Richard, I'd still look at your dick. Yeah, absolutely, guaranteed. Uh, okay, <laughs> here's uh, one more voicemail. Thank you for that, Katie Shady. We love you. Thank you for defending, and and thank you for calling me jacked. I don't, I'm not sure if everybody heard that, but yeah, you said I was Midwestern buff, which I appreciate. Uh, okay, here's one more. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Dave. Oh, Dave in Salt Lake. Hey, Salt Lake. Oh, he, work. this is a guy who was mean to me hey, earlier. Uh, oh. His wedding? Or not the Emmys, I missed that, but the uh, Golden Globes yes. is my favorite because you got movie and TV. I don't know anything about Barbie, but I knew Oppenheimer was going to win a ton of shit. Oh, okay. I didn't even know Robert Downey Jr. was in it. They won an award. But um, that's why I love uh, that show when there was every piece of, you know, ass and star oh, yeah. there. So um, I saw J-Lo sitting with her husband, Affleck. Yep, yep. Affleck. Affleck. But, you know, um, Joe, Joe Coy is hilarious. He is fucking hilarious. But. It is a tough gig. Yep. It is, but I thought he did good. I think you guys are cool. I didn't even see it. Money. No, neither did I. Neither did I. No, all we said. I was just relaying that, the the headline that he blamed his writers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all I saw was him do the joke about Taylor Swift, and it wasn't even a bad joke. And people were like, "Oh, so offended!" Like because yeah, it's it's a tough room. Like you, 
you don't want to miss out on a part because you laugh too hard at a, a joke that that J Lo is going to disapprove yes. of you. Like it's a whole thing. It's a ro- it's a room full of self serious narcissists. Like it's they're very difficult to make fun of. That's why Ricky Gervais was perfect because he's richer than all of them, so he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's he can shit on them to their face and call them pedophiles and and rape enablers, and he could just do that and and he could do it unapologetically. Joe Coy, while a, an arena comic, one of the biggest comics on the planet. Yeah. It's not it does not have the name recognition to be able to attack these people, unfortunately. Right. And then, Rick, when you said, Brian, that Ricky Gervais oh, I just comes in there and he kills it because he's richer than you can just smear them all. I'm like, I I love Ricky Gervais. I love when he hosted yeah. a couple of years ago. He's like, you know what? Um, you know, and then he's like, fuck off, go do your drugs, yeah. find your young girls and all that shit. He he goes at Sounds them okay. so hard and it's yeah. fucking great. But how fucking rich is this guy? Because I oh. have no idea what Gervais does. The office stand up comedy. Yeah. All right, guys, yeah. take care. And seventy five hard B. I'll stay in contact. It is you. a it is a tragedy that the American Office, which is like the cartoon version of the Office, is and I guess it's you know that's been off the air for probably a decade is it's better known when it's 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 a fine product but it's a it's a it's a just kind of a dumbed down version of the original but that said ricky gervais gets all the money from both so i i think he's fine let ed how fucking rich is this guy how fucking rich is this guy i can't figure it out i guess i'll try is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? What do we think of Gervais? Now, I will say, I, 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 I'm going to throw out one caveat here, Ed. Half of the office. He's half of the office. He he was a partner with Stephen Merchant. Merchant. Who? No, I won't say. Um. Yeah, so he's yeah he's got to share his that sum split that sum with the great Stephen Merchant, who's also very funny. What do you think, Ed? I I don't know. The Tony Little thing has me just. I have to remove him from all equations. Your guns, yes, an independent of Tony Little. My guess would be the office the the creator of the office, which is most of his income. The, the office itself has got to be worth like $500 million. I'm going to say he's worth 250 Yeah, I think this is a little low. Ricky Gervais, British-born actor, comedian, writer, and filmmaker, net worth of $160 million. I think that's low. That seems like it's low. He, the office is in like a million countries. Yeah, he's, he's still selling the office every year. He's still, sell, he's still selling both offices every year. Plus, he's, he does big stand-up tours. He does, you know, I'm sure he's written books. Yeah, he's got Netflix specials. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But 160 seems low. It seems low to me as well. And I, th- I think for, for that matter, I think Richard Simmons is worth more than 20 million. If he didn't, I, 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 although I believe he was getting fleeced by his cleaning lady at some point or something, it was, it was you know, or private. He was blinded by the hot sex they were having. Possibly some messy divorces. You never, <laughs> you never know. Uh, okay, well, a couple of quick emails. 
What up, Brian and Ed? My submission for the old guy bracket is good old Richard Dick Burton. Dick divorced Liz Taylor in 1974 after a 10-year marriage, only to remarry her the very next year and then divorce her again the year after that. The pick attached is from 1971. Our man Dick was 46 years young in this unfucking real. Thanks for the time. That's from Chris Pareda. P.S. I'm glad Jay Stu's ear procedure went okay. You guys should have called that episode Die Harder of Hearing. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Richard Burton. He looks, it, 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 you just look at this picture and you can smell the heaters he it just finished. Yeah. I believe he alcoholismed himself to death not too long after this. I think he might have been in his 50s, maybe early 60s. He was known to have a few. If anybody ever gets a chance, you should watch the movie Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. It's got Richard Burton. It's like a play. Um, and Richard Burton and Liz Taylor are in it together. And Liz Taylor was kind of a piece. This is she was she was a bit zoftig at this point, but she was still kind of a piece. But Richard Burton, he looks 68 years old in that movie, and I think he's like 40 when they made yeah, it. Yeah, so. he was born in 25 and yeah. died in 84. Yeah. British dude. He's got a he had the hair piece, probably did a fair amount of cocaine. I'm not gonna put him on the list because I don't think he's well known enough anymore, but it is a good submission. Actually, I'm, I am going to put him on the list. There Richard is a picture Burton. of him and Liz. Liz had those guns out in this yeah, picture. Yeah. yeah, she got on the pills. She liked to sauce them back as well. Uh, okay, thank you for that, Pareda. Here's another one. You guys got to devote a few minutes in Who Died to talk about the death of Sports Illustrated. We are all in that age group that the highlight of the week was getting that fresh, crisp SI in the mail on Thursdays. Not to mention those of us that didn't have cable, just how important the swimsuit issue was to our um, development. I'm sure you guys will be shocked to hear. I got COVID on my cruise. Don't say you told me so. 75 hard start has been delayed till I get off the IL. Thankfully, no penis related injuries to report. That is from our friend, Matthew Richards. Yeah. No more Sports Illustrated, Ed. It's very sad. Like, I, I I, did think immediately. I was like, man, the year I got L. McPherson cover uh, swimsuit issue was was when I was really at my most uh, frequent masturbating clip. Like, yeah. it was right around then, and I was just, to get that, or the Kathy Ireland one the next year, it was like, it was so important. I didn't have cable as a kid uh, yeah that was massive for me Kathy, but I also i just that loved that the day that you, you, you it was like thursday afternoon get home from school yeah. who's on the open cover up the mailbox and who's on the cover and you get skywalker yeah, yeah. it yeah. was awesome it was such a fun thing and it's sad and i i read like some of the bullshit of who bought it or whatever and they were like trying to break the union they're do- doing all kinds of bullshit like it just it became and there were still good writers there, but they were they were like pulling bullshit where they were using the name, but it was becoming a lesser watered down product. Yeah, kind of like kind of like Rolling Stone. Like, look, there is a way for print to exist, but it's got to be reimagined. And it's obviously right. not it's not delivering information in the way that it used to. But they, the, you know, some of these magazines have gone the opposite direction where they're they're they'll publish quarterly, and they're these big, beautiful 
large format, you know, uh, things that could, could be like coffee table books. And, you know, maybe, maybe there's a reincarnation for sports illustrated there, but very sad to see it go. And I, I, I just remember a buddy of mine, I won't say his name cause this is about him being incarcerated, but he got, uh, he was, he had to do a little bid in, in juvenile hall when we were kids and his mom came and visited him and she delivered, you know, like a skateboard magazine, surfer magazine and, and, the, and a fresh copy of the sports illustrated swimsuit issue. And it was like the, he was like immediately the most respected guy in the, you know, people were giving him their honey buns and he was uh, treated like royalty because people were able to use his sports illustrated swimsuit issue as, as we all did. Yeah. At we some did. Point. Yeah. It was our pre-pornography. It was actually better because look, these are supermodels. Yeah. These are outliers, you know, so beautiful. Uh, okay. Let's talk some things that are not in fact sports. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, now sports. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not, in fact, sports? Sperm donor makes shocking discovery. I'm the father of over 97 kids. And he now, wants to meet them. Now, you're supposed to not be able to donate because they don't want your kids, your offspring. You're not supposed to be able to donate in the same sperm bank because they don't want too much of your cum in the same gene pool. Right. Hey, fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Bigger and not smaller, broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and a man, Jay Stew, and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, Daily's choice ends taking a peek while you're over at the urinal taking a leak. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the Haters will love us, and we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man. You know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.